Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another exciting episode of Oh My Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Mike B. And for the next 30 to 40 minutes, I'm going to have some, some of my best friends in comedy coming through and blessing us with some of their comedic insights and whatnot and what have you. But it's always, it's always, it always starts off with a cold opening. And um, the cold opening just goes as follows, man. My heart, uh, my thoughts and prayers, um, as corny as that may sound, goes out to everybody in Texas. Um, uh, I just dropped off my nine-year-old son, and I can't imagine what they're going through. I'm recording this um, the day after the mass shooting in Texas, uh, May 25th. My heart goes out to them. Uh, I was dropping my son off um, at the bus stop, and I think about um, – those kids, my son is nine years old, and those kids that's at the bus stop, they're all elementary school school age. And um, every morning, depending upon how I feel, if I'm in my workout clothes, I bring out the basketball and I and I, uh, toss the ball to them. And the little girls dribble with it, and Aiden's friend dribble with it. And, you know, I couldn't imagine not doing that because of some idiot um, – um, with a gun um, there's a lot of trash ass think pieces and trash ass opinions about this mass shooting uh, I've seen them I read them and at the end of the day there's only one solution the solution is um, mean, meaningful gun legislation cut blank period and it's not a two sides it's not both sides there's only one side that's stopping it just look at your, just look at your political map and figure out where all the gun laws are that are trash, just the gun laws that are trash, and then look at who's the governor and what side of their want. And that will give you the answer who's preventing us from having mean, meaningful gun legislation. So uh, while you do that, uh, I didn't mean to start on a sour note, but hey, that's the cold opener. You never know what you're going to get. Let's go. My name is Deja Brown, and you're listening to the Open Mic Podcast. Pop, 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 podcast. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. What's going on, y'all? You ready for another exciting episode of my radio podcast? Oh, yeah. I want you to put a dip in your hip. Sit up straight, put an arc in your back, and welcome to another exciting open mic radio podcast, 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 yeah, got my man Infrared Crypto on the beat, and like I said in the beginning of the co-opening, we're going to have an exciting 30 to 40 minute episode. 30 or 40 30 minute episode hope you enjoyed Jack Coleman's episode uh, don't forget to subscribe to my new podcast as well maybe I don't know that's actually the name of the podcast uh, maybe I don't know I'm still waiting for approval with the Apple people with the Podbean people but once it's approved we're going to get it cracking lacking I'm in a group chat with my air fryer crew shout out to the air fryer crew <laughs> shout out to all my sneakerheads out there Buying the sneaks. I just took a picture of my sticker collection and I have way too many shoes. It's, it's annoying. It's absolutely obnoxious. Uh, tonight's guest, today's guest, depending upon when you listen to this, I got my man Mike Kurtz, Mr. Crybaby himself, 
producer, comedian, well-known Anna Abbott Hooper. Did I say Abbott or Abbott? Well, somebody's going to correct me. Uh, as always, make sure you email me all your questions, comments, and concerns at openmicradiopodcast at gmail.com. That's open, M-I-K-E, radiopodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow us on the web. Follow me on the web, O-L-M-I-K-E-B-757. And that's on the TikTok, the Instagram, and the Twitter. Also, um, go to my website, oldmikeb.com, for all your latest episodes of my radio podcast himself. But without any further ado, we're going to be right back, man. So sit tight. I promise you, this is going to be a good episode. I promise you. I promise you. That's all I got. I promise you. I got. I found a clip of Ada that I wanted to drop, but I'm going to drop that later on. But here's a clip to remind you I actually have a comedy album that's out right now, currently on all of the platforms that you get your music from. Be right back in three. Yo, what's going on, everybody? If you're looking for something to listen to when you're at home by yourself, not doing anything, and you want to laugh, go ahead and download my album, Bolt Mike B. Uh, debut number one on iTunes. It beat out Gallagher, so it has to be funny, right? It has to be funny, y'all. Be right back, right here on my radio podcast. Thank y'all for rocking out with me. Welcome back to the Mike Radio Podcast. It's the Open Mike Radio Podcast. Okay, and let's get... No, we're not doing this anymore. Welcome back to the show. Gotta love them kids, man. Anyway, yo, welcome back to my Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Mike B. But um, without any further ado, I got my man on, online right now. This dude um, runs shows all across D.C., um, I like to call him a colleague or a friend or whatnot or what have you. Um, Mr. Crybaby himself, uh, one of my favorite comedians, and um, he's doing sketches and everything. I want you all to start clapping right now for my good friend, Mr. Mike Kurtz, everybody. What up, Mike? Yo, what's up? What's up, everybody? What's going on? <laughs> uh, nah, not much, man. Um, just know that no one's listening. It's just me and you. It's just me and you and my... And, either either way, I appreciate the, the intro and the applause. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, how uh, how's your day going so far? It's going well. It's going well. Yeah, you know, handling some some things behind the scene. You know, some of the unseen stuff with production, but it's going well. How about you? Um, good man, good. I can't I can't complain. Um, I'm finally taking a um a commit. Well, not so much a commit, a producing break. Um, you know how yeah. that is taking a break. Um, we have to re um calibrate, restructure, right, and right. um get back man um every, you know we, we um i know everybody you know during the pandemic everybody we was like one of the f- broken my comments one of the first people that actually came back right um, during, right so sure. um and then we came back and then um, we was like okay and we we flamed out that flame out happened fast it happened yeah. immediately but um, that's the good thing about being in D.C., man. There's so many great shows. There's so many great um, producers out here that's, like, putting on shows. Uh, one one group could just, you know, uh, flame out, take a break, and um, be like, yo, y'all, <laughs> y'all could go to these other shows because there's so yeah, many exactly. good shows out exactly. here, man. Exactly. It's a great scene, man. And, and everyone kind of kind of uh, 
has their own look and feel to it. And, and for the most part, everyone's very welcoming. So yeah, it's definitely a, a great scene to where if you need to take a break, uh, there's still plenty of things happening, you know? Oh yeah. So, um, for, for a lot of those people who may not know, Mike Kurtz is, um, not only an, an extraordinary uh, producer, but he's also a comedian. Uh, I like the, um, last week I had Jack Coleman on and, um, and I, and okay. I don't know if this series is the producer slash comedian, sh- um, up season. Uh-huh. I don't know, but, um, <laughs> I, I asked everybody cause I know I struggled with this myself. What, what's the, um, what are some of the most challenging things, um, that you have not only just running Crybaby, but also trying to be a comedian. Well, trying you are um, being a comedian as well in, in 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 DC. Yeah, I would say the biggest struggle between that is um, maintaining. I don't want to say struggle, but the, the biggest thing to keep in mind is maintaining the joy of doing comedy mm-hmm. while dealing with all of the extra stuff and mainly people that come with producing you know a lot of everyone hitting you up uh, about stuff or kind of wanting something from you sometimes you know trying you on the low you know certain saying certain little things yeah. and just kind of not letting that affect the the joy you have for doing comedy you know what i mean and yeah. and, and, and not letting that and basically just when things happen with people in the comedy world in the producing side don't like like you have to you have to be able to let that go otherwise it all kind of it kind of attaches to you and kind of builds up in you and then it kind of weighs you down overall in terms of especially in terms of doing comedy so just just being able to just let things go is the, is, is the main thing that i found helps me still be able to have fun doing comedy is not not taking things personally even if they are personal yeah. And not letting them kind of build up inside me, and just letting them go. Yeah. Um, well, that's what makes you better than me, Mike. Because I take everything <laughs> personal, and I take it on the stage, <laughs> right, right. and then I just be like, "Yo, the hell with y'all." Um. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 very, it's very difficult. It's very difficult, but it's uh, it, it's a decision that that I made, and like I, I make a point now to really try to not do it because it affects it was it it, it affects my creativity off stage my comfortability on stage, you know, and so I decided to let those things go. Yeah, I guess for other people, but mainly for myself, you know, because it, I was the main one being affected by that. Yeah, that's the um that's the crazy thing. I think a lot of people that don't produce uh don't understand is they have no clue. <laughs> yeah, like there's like there, 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 I wouldn't say there's levels, but the the amount of the amount of people that hit you up the day of, and I talk about this, I talk about this with Brandon all the time. It's like, oh yeah, the day of the show, like, and, 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 and it's not it's, it's not like any show. Like, Crybaby has a pretty static, like, schedule of shows. Like, you know, right. like I don't know. I be texting you all the time. Hey man, what you got this week? Right. You be like, it's Wednesday, Mike. It's the same show right. every Wednesday. <laughs> But but and I don't I I I'll be having my own stuff going on, so I'll be like, yo, what you got going on? <laughs> but it's that day of like they don't know how exactly <laughs> like they don't know that you have a, like, hey man, I know you already got your list prepared, but can you let me on? <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah, and and then and then the uh, well, yeah, exactly, and especially the day of, but especially like, how do I put it? It's 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 just like a lack of what I've had to tell myself. It's not a lack of consideration on their part. 
It's mm. the lack of awareness. Like they just don't like they truly a lot of times don't know. Yeah. How 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 in the way it can be. Yeah. I, 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 but um yeah that's that's I, I I should probably take that approach but I'll be taking it uh, you know like I said man I'll be like man come on man you know <laughs> yeah no no totally, totally. I, <laughs> like I the emails the emails I, and, and and I think I have that initial reaction where I'm like come on man <laughs> but I've gotten a lot a lot better at after that just letting it go yeah. after that initial reaction I didn't get a chance to ask you um ask you this um because we I just jumped right into it but. Um, you run Crybaby, um, cause it, like at first it was like Crybaby DC and Crybaby New York, but let's let's right. just talk about how did how did how did you get how did Crybaby start? I remember I remember it was like a few years ago before the pandemic. I heard about Crybaby, and yeah, um, and it was like it it just came out of nowhere. It was like secret it, house it, shows, and then yeah, it, it really did. So <laughs> it started Crybaby was started in Brooklyn by my boy Dakunle, and then his friend Abe at the time, who now is one of my best friends, but they started it in New York and I went to university of Maryland with the okay. and, and we were like really good friends, kind of on the same wavelength in a lot of ways. When he moved to New York, we kind of lost contact a little bit, you know, as things do, but I saw he was doing stand up, and I was really interested in, I always knew I was going to do comedy at some point. Yeah. So I reached out to him about it. He said, it's going well, you know, yada, yada, yada. Then a few months later, he hit me up and he was like, "Hey, I have this show in 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 Brooklyn. I want I wanted to start it in D.C. I know you said you were interested in doing comedy. Would you be interested in helping me start the show?" And I was like, "Hell yeah! You know, it yeah. sounds great." And so to start out, you know, so I wasn't doing comedy. I didn't know anything about it. So I found the venue, and I knew a lot of people, you know, in in life or whatever. Mm. But it started out on fire because. I knew so many people here. Dakunle knew a lot of people here, but he knew how to book the, the lineups. He knew all about producing shows. So the first show had Paris, Benji, Martin Amini, and Wendy Robleski on it, which I didn't know it at the time, but that's for, you know, fire people, you know, it's for yeah. big names, especially in DC. And so he was able to just hit the ground running from the start. And I was so, and so I was very fortunate in that regard. And then I was able to kind of pick up on things and kind of take it from there after about about a year or so. But mm. um, so it started in New York with Dakunle and Abe, and they got me off to to a great start down here. And then from there, I just kind of kept going. Okay, that's great. So that's crazy because so because y'all had like y'all had chapters. Like I said, you had New York and DC. So what was exactly what, what were some of the challenges? Well, like doing it from two different cities. Well, so it wasn't too many challenges like because they already had it going up there you know it was already a, a hot show up there mm -hmm. down here i mainly handled most of the stuff and they would help me put on the shows um so but but they didn't have to do too much down here and i didn't have to do anything up there okay. so it, it really wasn't like we were all working in two cities it was mainly them doing it up there and i was doing it down here oh, okay okay so um and, and um so yeah, so like like I said, like Crabbe came out of nowhere, and um, and yeah. I'm pretty like in tune with the with the scene. I'm pretty. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't brag about yeah, myself. Yeah, for sure. Well, because it came out of nowhere, <laughs> and it, it, it did. Like, especially looking back at the time, I didn't realize. I didn't know anything. I wasn't in the scene, but it came out of nowhere because none of us were in the DC scene yeah. at all. You know, they were in New York. I wasn't even doing comedy uh, when we started this show, 
so it came out of nowhere and but it was just a hot show immediately with, with a great crowd and i think a kind of it attracted a kind of people that maybe weren't regularly going to comedy shows too yeah oh it was de- it, it was definitely different yeah no, for sure. yeah no definitely definitely and 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 it was once a month so it was it was very it was much easier to keep it up um and it, it just really had something going. The venues that we used were also important. It was in very, like, non-traditional venues. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't really in bars or, or clubs or whatever. It was started out in a living room off Rhode Island Avenue in Northeast, like, almost at the Maryland border. And then we moved a little bit down to, like, kind of a warehouse almost space. And then, so we jumped around because D.C. doesn't have that many DIY artistic venues that are also affordable. Mm-hmm. So we kind of jumped around, and it was going well. You know, it kept going well until the pandemic. You yeah. know? I, I ain't go front. I was a little salty for, like, the first couple of months. Then I got that phone call, and then my aunt uh, died. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, <laughs> then my aunt died, and I was like, oh, shoot, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I th- so at that point, it was still Dekunle booking the shows because yeah. I, I didn't really know. You know, he, 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 he kind of had a good ear to, good ear to the – the scene and whatnot, but oh, yeah. uh, yeah, he 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 had finally hit me. He had hit me up like early on, but then that's mm-hmm. I had a death defense. I couldn't make the show. But I'm like, all right, yeah. I mean, as long as I get the phone call, I'm not I'm right. Not, I'm yeah, that person. for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get that. So, so you you know you, you don't you not only you produce, but now you're in the comedy. And and honestly, um, again, you're 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 um as a person who um without revealing my my hidden my hidden character, my hidden uh-huh. my hidden my hidden identity. You know, you're one. Of, you're you're probably like in the top thirty of comics that clubs are booking for either host or featuring. Like, how has that journey been going along with you? Oh man, man, it, it's been wonderful. And you know, that's been the biggest like like thing that I've been happy about. You know, I mean, producing shows, I do it. I love it. it it's great, and that's kind of been going well from the beginning. But you can't, in terms of actually being good at comedy and kind of getting in with certain places. Mm-hmm. You can't just connect your way to the top. You have to actually become good, yeah. you know. And so I, I've been very, I, I've been loving it, man. It, it's been very validating. It's like, okay, I'm actually doing something with this. Um, and then once you start working at, at clubs or it's getting booked on different shows, for yourself as a comedian, not just so people can get on your show, but as a comedian, it, it just feels great, you know, because it feels really Reason why I got into this, so I could do comedy. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 one of those things too. I have to t- um, Randolph and Andy tell me all the time, um, like make sure you get you some. Me, me yeah, oh, a hundred percent. Like a hundred percent. Like just because you put on shows and you know you provide, like you know you do, you put together a mic so comics can practice their stuff, their their, their chops as well. But make sure you get you a few minutes in there too to work on your on your craft. Which oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, pretty, like pretty much at this point, I would say ninety nine percent of the shows that I put on, I perform on as well because you have to, you have to, and most of them. Now, at this point, I, I do longer, I give myself a longer set than most people on the show as well, because if I'm doing all this work, I need to, I, I need to make sure that I'm, I'm getting benefit from it, too, you know? Yeah, which is um, a, a, a departure from the, from, the, from the course from back in the day, because it was uh, one of those things where a lot of producers wasn't um, getting on. And and they wasn't right. putting themselves on. They were just and there used to be a saying. And I'm hard headed, 
um, you can't produce and be a comic. You got to choose one. And I was like, yeah. well, why not? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, why not? Yeah, so, so, that's something that I've, 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 I had heard early on, but I never really bought it. I just, I just, I never really, you know, I never really accepted that. Mm-hmm. Once I started doing it, I can see why people said that, but it also it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, you know, it, at, it, at all. It it, 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 it doesn't. You know, you, I mean, you can still get you a few few seconds in there. You know, even if you got to host every show. And and honestly, because one of the things that I, I, I talk to Brandon about all the time is is like I don't want to be a host all the time. As far as oh like, for sure, you know what I'm saying. I'm like, nah, go in and get somebody else to host, and let me do a quick top. Let me top it off at a quick twenty or thirty. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 for real, for real. You know, like now these days, I host my shows if I if I need to, if I have to, or if it makes sense. But otherwise, I'm finding someone else to host because I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to produce and host. You know, I'm trying to just perform. Yeah. Um, I'm about to say. Uh, real quick, just a, a, a quick departure. Um, this show, well, the first one's going to go on the second. So this show technically would be, because I've seen your jump shot, this show technically uh-huh. would be here on the ninth. So, uh, Mike, I need, to, I need your prediction because right now, currently, the playoffs, as of the 25th, we have Golden State in 3-1 against the Mavs, and currently my Heat in Boston are tied 2-2. Two, two. Two. Yeah, so yeah. – so what what are your thoughts on this year's playoffs, and what do you think the because um, this is going to be on after the final start, so right these are prediction time. What, what do oh you, man! So who okay. who so, do you think is going to be the finals? So obviously it's going to be the Warriors, and then so here's the thing: I haven't I haven't been able to watch any of the Celtics or Heat games yet, mm-hmm. so it, it's hard for me to. But I want to I want the Heat to win, Mike. I do. I just want the Heat to win. I'm not a Heat fan, but I prefer them over the Celtics. Yeah. But Celtics got a good team. All right. But you asking for a prediction? Yeah. I'm gonna say. All right. My heart says the Heat, but why do I, I just feel like the Celtics are gonna win? I feel like the Celtics are. It's gonna be Warriors versus Celtics. And then I'll say. Warriors, yeah. Warriors over over Celtics. Ah, that's that's tough though. I don't know. I think <laughs> I think whoever comes out of the East has a great chance of beating the Warriors. I think. Yeah, uh, I definitely think the championship is coming out of the East. Um, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I, I just um, as a Heat fan, it's hard for me to pick not to right. pick them. However, right. comma I know that we're small. With, with, right. with Al Horford and Robert Williams starting off at, at your, your front court. Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, I know. And our biggest person is the mechanic and um and Bam. And yeah, like, even, I know. Like, even like the last game, I was thinking to myself, yo, if only we had Whiteside. Only for those yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> only, yeah. only if we had Whiteside. This this would this would be a fair sure. fight. And, and and Jimmy Butler is not all the way healthy either. Yeah, that dude got he got arthritic he, knees. He's done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he's the best player in that series, but but he's not all the way healthy. So, yeah, I just um, yeah, I just I, my I, I as as a Heat fan, I'm going to say the Heat, but in my head, I just have a feeling that the Celtics versus yeah. versus the Warriors, and I just think the Celtics are going to win it. Um, yeah, if we're doing a prediction. 
because yeah. I can't see. I can't see. They're just too big. The Celtics are just too big and they're outside big. the drum. Yeah, but 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 they're also very like like their big guys cover a lot of ground too. Yeah, every, every shot you throw up, um, Robert Williams is throwing it. I've never seen a yeah, person just exactly. throw every shot. <laughs> it's, crazy. it's crazy, and and then and Horford is staying in front of guards, and and, and Grant Williams is drawing charges, and and that's before you get to Marcus Smart. Yeah, man, Celtics have a good team, which upsets me because I don't like them. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're absolute. Tra- I I don't I don't like Boston because they're racist. I don't like the Celtics. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I be trying. I be trying. I'm like, ah, guys, I just can't get past. I don't like John Cena because he's from Boston. So. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, for real, for real. But, I, I have no love for them. <laughs> but uh, real quick, Mike, um, before we, we step off, man, first I want to thank you for um, actually taking a little time out and um, being on, man. Um, of course. Of course. Um, real quick, can you give us, can you give us um, how they could find the Crybaby shows, of course, and all your social medias real quick while, while I got you here? Yeah, definitely. So the Crybaby, the Instagram is at CrybabyDC. Very simple, at CrybabyDC. The website is CrybabyDC.com. That'll have all the show info. So will the Instagram. Um, My Instagram is is OI. Actually, no, no. By the time this airs, it will have changed. So my Instagram (laughs) is is, uh, Pretty Hurts Kurtz. uh, K-U-R-T-Z. Pretty Hurts Kurtz on Instagram. yeah, basically, you know. So are that's you, where you can find me. Are you one of these people that change their Instagram names every two to No, I'm not. I haven't <laughs> changed my Instagram name in almost ten years now, but but it's time. It's time. It's time. My, <laughs> you know, and my current name is kind of hard to to search, hard to find. It's hard to tell people because the spelling is, is a little weird. So I want to change it to something that has my name but isn't just my name, mm-hmm. and so. So, uh, pretty hurts Kurtz is a nickname that my friend gave me a while ago, and so I'm gonna just I'm gonna roll with that because I think it fits. Because I can tell you, Mike, pretty does hurt. Pretty does hurt. So. <laughs> I don't know why that happened. <laughs> I feel like it had to happen, but it it didn't have to at the same time. Right? <laughs> well, well, it had to happen because the truth is the truth, regardless of whether it happened or not. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even saying anything at this point, but it's yeah. how I feel. That's what's important. It's it's all good. This this is what this this is what happens, man. But yo, I really appreciate you coming on again. Uh I'm gonna see you around the scene as always, of course, my guy. Um Absolutely, man. Uh, and uh we'll be right back for more uh Open Out Radio podcast after this. My name is Deja and welcome back to the Mike Podcast. That's not the name. That's not the name. The name is the, op- it's the Open Mic Radio Podcast. I'm sorry. Oh, don't, don't scream. Don't scream. Okay, I'm sorry. And um, that's my daughter again. I, I don't I, I don't make the rules. I just let her record. Anyway, guys, thank y'all again for listening to another episode. I want to first thank Mike Curse taking a few minutes out of his busy day. To talk to talk to talk to me, and um, of course I gotta hit him with some hit y'all with some sweet and sensual, or I just cut the music on, whatever. Anyway, thank y'all for listening to another episode. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. Also, um, thank you all for having the patience of Job. It's been over a year 
um, since I recorded, almost close to a year um, since I recorded. And this one right here is the second episode of the new season. Um, so I really appreciate y'all with that. Um, also, um, as always, follow me on Instagram at O-L-M-I-K-E-B-757. That's on Instagram, the TikTok, and on the Twitter, as well as go on my website, O-M-I-K-E-B.com. That also has on my social media, as well as all of my upcoming shows where I'll be at. Also, follow Broken Mike Comedy, Broken M-I-C-M-I-C Comedy at at, um, on Instagram as well. Um, for other shows and I'm doing a bunch of stuff man once again shout out to Mike Kurt shout out to Crybaby shout out to you um, the ones and twos as always man I really appreciate y'all uh, one day I'm going to have the um, I'm going to have a drop yo I'm going to have a drop for the closeout let's see I, I need a drop I don't I, I, I don't have a I don't have a closeout drop actually that's what it is you know what it is I don't have a closeout drop if I keep talking oh wait a minute is this a, this ain't the drop I'm going to be more prepared. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you, boo-boo. I promise you, boo-boo. Okay. One last folder. All right, cool. This is this should be it. This, should, this is good right here. All right, y'all. I'm out. Appreciate y'all. See y'all next week. Yo, what's going on, everybody? If you're looking for something to listen to when you're at home by yourself, not doing anything, and you want to laugh, go ahead and download my album, Moat Might Be. Uh, debut number one on iTunes. It beat out Gallagher, so it has to be funny, right?